0: You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast. On the inside the rink network of podcasts. Now, here
1: are your hosts.
2: Hello and welcome everybody to episode 56 of Late Arrivals. Chris Hi. is uh, coughing off camera. No, oh, <laughs> Did you hear it? No, I just oh, saw okay. you. I just wanted Sorry. to mention it. Sorry, I, got, okay? I got scared. Yeah. Everything okay
1: over there?
3: Yeah, man. I still have this cough. I don't know what's going on. You go to the doctor? I didn't. I don't like the doctors. They scare me. Unless I absolutely have to go. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's the 5G getting to you.
3: Yeah. Once that Dude, that,
2: me. that,
1: met, that alert today scared the shit out of me.
3: It did. Yeah, it startled me a little bit. I totally forgot that it was going to happen. And then there it was. Didn't I knew it was going to happen
1: and still scared me.
2: Did didn't you last have... too long. Did you have the urge to buy the Microsoft family of products?
1: No, but I saw I saw that <laughs> reply that you got under your tweet from
2: like a bot. <laughs> the bot. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. It is always <laughs> good for upgrades, fellow human. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I got uh, a got a little bit of a an itch under my skin from the the microchip from the um vaccines. <laughs> got a little itchy.
2: Not oh, good. We uh mm-hmm. we have some some training camp stuff to talk about. Uh, be, be, of-
1: before before we start the show, I, 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 need to, I need I need to clear something up real quick.
2: Okay.
1: After last Sunday's sick, nasty, disgusting, disappointing, uh uh stunt, the Anaheim team tried to pull oh, on their jeez on their social media account. I'm um I'm proud I'm proud to take my found talents to the great state of Minnesota and becoming a Minnesota wild fan. Okay, so
3: is that why the background is the way it is?
1: Yeah, and now it's <laughs> <this background. laughs> uh, that that was a disgusting fire uh, social. Uh, what do they call it? Farming. Uh, that engagement, was a, engagement. Yeah, engagement farming. farming. Yeah. That was discussing disgusting engagement farming
3: tactic. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good
1: idea. And so I can't support them anymore.
3: Shame on you. Tyler would be so upset with you right now. That's ridiculous.
1: Here, here in Minnesota, we know how to sign our good players before training camp.
3: <laughs> Specifically Marcus
1: Foligno.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you want
1: to talk about the big news
2: that happened this week? Well, we had some cuts from camp. You know, camp is rolling along. We're we're getting to the we're getting to the finish line here. We're almost at the start of the season. And um, you know, things are shaping out, I would say, better than expected. You know, a lot yeah. of the young young kids are uh, still still around in camp. Um, the play on the ice has not been the best lately, but yeah. we'll get into talking about that. I mean some some guy some guy named trevor sign you know it wasn't that big a deal i mean nah. yeah i don't know
3: why he was even sitting out
2: he's not even that great but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll we'll also talk about that random guy later um <laughs> but some uh some notable names that have been cut from camp the, the last week um i know we had the names come out today of everybody moving down um robert Haig, which everyone thought was going to be the seventh defenseman on the roster uh colton white um and then he also had i was surprised Nestoranko went down um mm-hmm. but a lot of the sentiment with that is you know he'll get top six minutes with the goals let him go and do his thing down there for a little bit maybe get a call up later in the season that was surprising
1: um, that he got sent down i thought he would be the seventh man D-man. he definitely didn't have a
3: Good game the other night. Yeah, he's looked kind of rough, but
2: hey, it happens. They're young.
1: Sure is. But I'm talking about Robert Hag. Who are you talking about? Who are you, are talking, you about talking
3: about Rango? Oh, I was talking about Mister Ranko, Yeah,
1: I was talking about Robert Hag. Oh, <laughs> oh.
2: Anyways, carry well, yeah, on. Hag
3: Sorry. is 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 a bit surprising for sure.
1: Yeah,
2: but that does open up the conversation of who. You know, who's going to essentially beat out the other for the other spot um, between Zellweger and Minchikov, which, I mean, if that's your problem of having one of the two of them on the blue line, um, you know, there are clearly worse problems to have than, you know, two of the best defensemen in the CHL last year. Um, But it is kind of funny that, you know, fucking islands now the seventh man essentially once <laughs> or you know once we get drysdale signed hopefully yeah soon um
3: hopefully <laughs> i'm so sad it didn't happen today that would have been perfect
2: <laughs> just month your monday wednesday prediction yeah true it, it dude, two weeks later
3: dude true. i totally got the week wrong but i got the day right and I got the day right for Zegris. I said he'd sign on a Monday. So that was weird. So now Drysdale, you know, whatever,
1: take your time, but just do it on a Wednesday. Felix, good friend of the show. Felix said 32 thoughts saying there's progress on Drysdale.
3: But what's Frank Saravoli saying?
1: I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was going to say if Saravoli uh, was reporting it, you know, the, the sides would be deadlocked and there'd be, you know, thrown coffee all over the boardroom at Honda Center. Um, And John Gibson wouldn't be playing another game as a duck, so
3: (laughs) I'm actually waiting for Saravali to say Drysdale's nowhere near a deal, and then just give it thirty minutes. Is he the new Bob Nightingale? He's he's been the hockey Bob Nightingale. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, probably. There, uh, only one other person I can think of that's like just has really bad takes and like opinions is Ken Campbell. (laughs)
2: Yeah, but that's that's different because that's like just him yelling at a cloud where Ceravoli yeah. at least has some pull and some following of like, hey, he kind of gets stuff right sometimes. <laughs> um sorry, that that that's a apples to oranges comparison yeah. right there. Yeah. But I mean the sentiment's the same, like yeah, they just constantly are there to be wrong, but
3: we look said Frank Berder. <laughs> <laughs> Should just start calling Saravali just the Glizzy. I'm gonna, call him gl- <laughs> I'm gonna call him Glizzy from now on.
2: <laughs> um, we had Noah Warren, uh, go back to juniors, which I, I think was a good call. I mean, he he looked okay through camp, um, but mm-hmm. he did lose all of the last, you know, most of last year to an injury, so he couldn't play. And what's one more year of uh, development? You know back in junior um i know the report saying that he was sent back um at least from his junior team side of things said that they're kind of waiting on tristan leno but that also Mm. is dependent on if uh, he doesn't make the team out of camp um but it, this, this year feels a lot different. You know, we've talked a lot the last couple episodes, just it's, it's cool having these problems of like, oh, we can't fit all of these people in and it's because they're such great talent and not just, well, we can't play the kids because we're going to be bad. And we signed yeah. this guy, or we traded for this guy and we have to use him because then it just looks bad. Like, I'm happy for once. <laughs> Are we gonna win many games this year? Probably not. Like I know yeah, the that
3: happiness we... is gonna be stomped on probably pretty early. But <laughs> that's why you gotta you gotta you gotta take these little fun victories right away, right out of the gate,
2: yeah, and like, like I was starting to say, like even if it's another season of not being, you know, I, I don't think we're gonna be a shoo-in playoff team by any means, but you know, as long as, they take a step under Cronin and there is more winning games that you probably should win and not just like, Oh, okay. We're duking it out with, you know, the blue jackets in a meaningless game in March and winning six to five. You know, I I want, I guess if I had to, you know, say one thing for the year, like we should win games against bottom teams. Mm Mm-hmm. And assert our dominance as the better bottom team, um, but I I don't I don't think that this is one of those years where we can be too pessimistic of oh they're losing again because uh, that's to be expected.
3: Yeah. Yep. I'm 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 just so excited to see how this team looks with a new coach. Like this is what we've all been waiting for for the last couple seasons. You know we've been wanting Aikens out, and this is it's finally like a week away, a week and a few days. So exciting we'll see how it goes uh
2: not so exciting uh alex clorns out four to six weeks with a fractured finger from the uh the little scuffle in the the sharks Sharks game game. yeah yeah Uh, which is definitely a blow you know you obviously want one of the guys that you gave a lot of money in the offseason to be playing as many games as possible Mm -hmm. um but again in a season that's probably not going to have much riding on it yeah, a month with him would be kind of brutal. Uh but it, it does, you know, give Pat the opportunity to either look the waiver wire, maybe make a small trade, or just have one of the kids come up and play. I mean, yeah. I know yeah. you mentioned in the group chat the uh the projected lineup from NHL Network. Mm-hmm. I'll grab that real fast. I mean, they have when he's healthy, he'll be the second line left winger. Left winger. According yeah. to them, mm-hmm. but your left side looks like Henrique, Vitrano, and Jones. Um, you know, you can easily slot in, you know, say do you bring up like a Regenda or someone like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's people that certainly can fill the role for that time being. Um, but I think that also solidifies our worst fear of uh, is Cassian making the team? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. um. But, you know, shout out to our, our good pal Steven for being the the optimistic one about that potential scenario of at least you can expect that when Colorn's healthy, if Cassian does wind up making it on the roster, the games he's going to play, you know, he's at least going to try. Yeah. Um, because he's <laughs> a veteran guy that's kind of used to usage like that. Um so i mean again shout out steven for being being the one optimistic person (laughs) about this whole thing but yeah you know like his his mindset in that regard is kind of right like i don't want him to be on the team um just because i feel like you can use that money for other purposes and have a better equipped lineup but you know it it if it is just a couple games here and there, like as long as it's not regular ice time where he's in every game, I think that's that's kind of where it's kind of where I'm at. I'm okay yeah. with it to an extent, as long as it doesn't go further than okay. He's playing every other night. He's playing every two three games, like
3: for he's matchup getting... purposes. Like he's getting like top six minutes.
2: Yeah, we we don't we don't need another Derek Grant situation where. No, out really of don't. necessity he's having to play top line minutes and it just spirals from there. But yeah. I don't think we'll have that issue.
3: And it's th- like yeah, it's like last night I uh I tweeted out if um I was like are we thinking Cassian makes this team and Felix <laughs> Felix had to respond with lock it in. So
0: I don't, I don't
1: know. know. I think um, it might be 50/50 now, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Not too confident that he gets
3: cut soon. He's been pretty crummy, so. What? He's been pretty crummy.
1: That that's put in nicely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh we did have a waiver claim. Uh Pat claimed uh Lassie Thompson from the Ottawa Senators. Uh former first, former first former first rounder. Um I was watching highlights on YouTube and the commentator for the Belleville senators, uh, was calling all of his slap shots, uh, Tom bombs. Okay. So that's something we can get going. You know, so long as he stays around. Um, Mm -hmm. but a nice little option with Drysdale out, you know, another younger, younger body in the lineup. Um, Probably you'll get reps switching in and out with whomever becomes that seventh guy, I'd I'd think. Um, yeah. But, I mean, any day you can get a former first-rounder just for free? I mean... Why you not? Take, you take those. Yeah. Why not?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see a lot of Senators fans are pretty upset, so...
2: I mean, not thing. as upset as they could have been if uh, Bernard Docker got taken yesterday, but... Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I feel... We, we've we've had plenty of guys that we put on waivers and lost for nothing That we yeah. just kind of just like well shit like
3: it's definitely been a week for the senators they've they've gone through some stuff <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i guess we we shouldn't beat around the bush any any longer our long the, national
1: nightmare is over
2: well half of it <laughs> at half least it.
1: our long national nightmare is halfway over
2: but the ducks and trevor's egress finally agree to a new contract um you're looking at three years 5.75 mil. yep yep uh wonderful beautiful i kind of feel like trevor was the piece i cared about more i'm not saying i don't like jamie it's just i don't yeah. know a lot of a lot of the aura that surrounds trevor zegris in the hockey world is never positive <laughs> unless it's coming from our fan base and just yeah, yeah. I, we we talked about it at nauseum of just being annoyed by all of it and to have that taken care of and done and knowing that just all of the oh well this is gonna ruin things for the team and you know this relationship is has you know has soured and things I, are going south it's just yeah it's I didn't good realize that that's gone yeah
3: I didn't realize so many people worked behind the scenes with the Anaheim Ducks I want to know how I get this job because so many people are in that locker room it's crazy because when they do media scrums there's not that many people so I don't know where all these people are getting in and where they're hiding but a lot of people know the ins and outs of this organization, and it's it's crazy. I need the hookup. Let me know. It's <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Apparently, like Zegris is, you know, his teammates hate him. You know, he's immature. He's locker room cancer. All the stuff. Like it's it's crazy. So,
2: did you hear this from like the hot dog vendor that gave <laughs> Saravali this information too?
3: <laughs> A lot of hot dog talk tonight. I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you know, it it is totally reasonable, totally be totally fair for Zegris. Um, you know, because he totally could have gotten more money than what was given. Um, you know, it's nice to kind of see things fall in line. I know Jake uh from our, our pals over at CTP, you know, they touched on it a lot of it's totally fair market value for what he's produced so far. It lines up with some of the comparables, you know, it's it's not as far fetched as people were making it out to be, but again, when you're just hearing little quips here and there from Elliot Friedman and whomever thinks they have the beat on the situation, you know it definitely sounds a lot worse when you're hearing just kind of random things. Uh, but God, it feels nice to just be able to to know and have that peace of mind that he is a duck for another three years. And it sets him up in the future to make a whole hell of a lot more money.
3: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's really good for him because he's going to make a lot more money then than he would have right now, obviously. And then with the cap going up, it helps the Ducks at least be able to stomach it probably a little bit easier at that point. Um, but yeah, where were you guys when you got the news? Because I was in the car with Jenny. We were getting breakfast. And um, I was, like, deep-throating a, a breakfast bagel. What? Huh? <laughs> Man. Sorry, it wasn't a breakfast bagel. It was a hummus. It was it was a hummus bagel. It was actually pretty what? good, dude. I'm not going to lie. It had, like, um, it had, uh, what did it have on it? It was it was literally just hummus on, like, an Asiago bagel. It was delicious. Blech! I'm telling you, dude, you got to try it. It was at this, like, coffee shop. and I'm uh, um, like I'm um, um, like, um, a- good like uptown phoenix area oh god it's called um um why am i blanking on the name i, I, I don't hear so much i'm on the spot i'm on the spot <laughs> i see the red recording button that's what that's what the problem is anyway hummus bagel i was down in that when i got the news my phone was going off i'm like oh what's going on like i remember i i remember. i sent like a uh tweet into our big group chat of like new food at potential center i'm like oh the devil's fans in our group chat must really like it and then like i open it up and it's all zegrist stuff <laughs> i totally missed it.
2: i was too busy with my hummus yeah they posted at 10:30, so i was at work i was i think i had just walked in i looked at my phone i was like oh <laughs> shit is this real <laughs> like clicking on it like okay where's the check mark check in yeah. the ad make sure it's it's nice you know it's the actual <laughs> anaheim ducks and not anna ducks you know? ducks yeah it's very um,
3: nice very nice morning
2: the big part of uh, the whole situation i think that you know we we should focus a little more on is the fact that you know they spoke to both ziegers and Cronin after after his first practice back yesterday um and the fact that both sides are acknowledging that you know there's some growth to be had um i think that's kind of the big thing is there's a lot of oh he's immature and he's just a one-trick pony and you know, he confirms that, you know, Cronin met up with the guys, you know, not to say Cronin would have lied to us, but, you know, he talked a little bit about how he, you know, traveled after he first got hired and met with some of the guys. And, you know, they spoke for a couple hours just about what's expected of him. Yeah. And, you know, Cronin reiterated that and his availability saying, you know, he's obviously got some catching up to do being, you know, two weeks into camp already. Um, but he's more than capable of getting up to speed very fast and that there's going to be that precedent of, you know, there's some learning to do. This isn't just going to be, you know, hop in there, get your reps, just do what you're doing. Like, yeah, it's, it's time to be more of a complete player, which, Hey, that's the right approach to have with, you know, a kid that's arguably going to be a face of your franchise down the line. Mm -hmm. You know, we're already seeing the seeds being planted with Leo And a lot of the younger kids of like, you're not the best version of you right now. And we're here to make you the best version of you. And I like hearing that because I've, I think I've said it every episode since we've been back, it's just nice having a real perspective on it instead of just the hockey buzzwords of, yeah, he, he's a, he's a talented young man, you know, he's here woohoo we have him back you know he'll get right in everything will be fine it's nice to know that there's some perspective of like no he he's gonna still have to work like just because he's trevor zegers isn't gonna instantly make him you know what's the word i'm trying to think of it's not like he's just gonna hop in everything's gonna be you know the trevor zegers show
3: yeah um, and you, yeah, he doesn't have to do anything. You can slack off because it's you know because it's Zegers.
2: Yeah, um, I like
3: I like the defensive work that Cronin had him do. Like immediately, um, the whole thing where he took his stick away and like threw it into the corner yeah. and like made him play defense without a stick. I actually thought that was pretty cool.
2: Well, and, and the fact that he's doing it with everybody, it's not just...
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
2: not just a, hey, like, <laughs> he's not some, being of the guys, <laughs> some of the guys were doing this, now you're going to do it too. Like, it's it's been a drill that he's having everybody do. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very, instead of uh, being so much of, hey, this is what you missed, do this real fast, and, you know, we'll be done. It's like, no, this is what everyone's been doing for two weeks while... I'll, Mm-hmm. Your stuff was being sorted out. Like let's get to it, and so. Cronin had had
3: nothing but good things to say about it. He, he actually was surprised at how well Zegris was able to pick up on it, playing defense without a stick. So that's at least that's that's nice to hear that he kind of got in and was able to do what Cronin was
1: wanting pretty much right away. So that's kind of cool. yeah,
2: I think too much for us to shake off, yeah,
1: I think one thing I'm going to be looking out for in the future is how Pat. Deals with the other free agents, mm-hmm. like is he gonna hardball him like he did with Trevor?
3: Probably. He probably will. That's just his tactic, I guess. Like I can't see it changing. Oh. I mean, if he's doing it right now with egress and Drysdale, I let's mean, let hope he it's doesn't. gonna happen with McTavish. It'll let's happen. Hope he with... doesn't
1: do that too much because <laughs> he's gonna end up pissing off somebody doing that. So, yeah.
2: I mean, it's it's definitely valid to to critique. How how far this got dragged? Yeah, I don't out. think
1: it sounds like maybe it shouldn't have taken this long.
4: Yeah. yeah,
1: I
3: mean, who knows? Who knows what was? Who knows what all the conversations were and how they ended?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's a reason we don't hear about those things until they boil over to the last minute, and thankfully, mm-hmm. you know didn't happen as much as I think it's portrayed as to happened.
3: And especially Um, with the
2: ducks, we don't hear a lot to begin with. Like
3: they're very, like, you don't hear much coming out of anything with the ducks. It's exactly. So it's, it's not like we're the Leafs or anything. And every little thing gets out and gets blown out of proportion and nowhere near that kind of media coverage. So, yeah. um, But yeah, which might be a good thing, honestly like that might be good. Like, I kind of like that. I mean, I was already, I was annoyed just with this Z- Zegra stuff. I can't imagine if this team was if in a bigger market. Spotlight. Yeah. If it had the spotlight, like the Leafs or, or the Canadians or even Vancouver or something like that, where it's like, I well, mean, the I, stuff with Austin Matthews, That, that I can't imagine <laughs> being a Leafs fan during all that. Like, that's just crazy.
2: Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like it's a, it can be a blessing and a curse at the same time because we are so used to just things kind of being go with the flow you hear when stuff comes out and that's kind of it. Yeah. But I think it's been, it's been amplified a little bit the last couple of years being as bad as we've been, you know, (laughs) people, people want to hear something uh, Mm -hmm. when there's not much to really, you know, hold, you know, or have much faith in, I guess, um, you know, you want to hear that we're signing this guy or we're, you know, making these draft picks for who the fan base wants and, you know, all that other stuff. And it's like to not have the spotlight, sometimes it's just kind of like you sit back just like, okay, well, fuck, we had a terrible season and here we are just sitting back doing nothing. Like (laughs) I, I definitely understand that. And I see that as like kind of the downside to it, but it Mm -hmm. is nice not having all that noise of, Oh, Hey, he tied his shoe wrong on the sidewalk. And, (laughs) you know, there's a whole TSN article about it. Like, yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: It's nice being in a small market like we are, but at the same time, you know, some of the downfalls of it are, you don't hear those things because it's just not as connected as a bigger place. Like, know even even la like Mm -hmm. not to say la has more coverage than we do but there's a different they're kind of in a different ballpark than us just because of being a bigger city you know yeah you don't think california and think anaheim Mm -hmm. like let's be real you you think la you think your capital cities and stuff and you know it someone if you ask someone to point out where anaheim was on a map of california like they're not going to be able to do that
3: that's <laughs> very I mean, unless unless you can get lucky and ask a lot of disney people <laughs> well yeah <laughs> they but, might
2: <laughs> but you know it's it's great to have z back for another three years like i yes. said i told you guys it's nice knowing that my my u s a hockey jersey's not just a collector's item, and I can actually wear it.
3: Um, I still need to get one of those. that one is so nice.
2: It's very nice and it's nice and comfy. The Nike jerseys are nice. that's good. who so should have to taken over for uh, adidas but we've nice. we've had that discussion already yep <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did have some other fun stuff happen. We dropped some more merch, which was a fun 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but we officially have a second merch drop in our store. We got the Mighty Seals. Um are you able it... to show it or not? Um I can maybe make it my background on Zoom. But...
3: Okay. It's so awesome. Like I'm just like I'm very happy with how it turned out. It's very Yeah, funny.
1: I got a I bought a dad hat and some stickers. Some stickers.
3: I'm going to get awesome. a shirt, but
1: I'm, I'm going to wait for the shirt, I think.
2: There we go. We kind of got it.
3: Look at Sammy, the CEO. Look yeah, look at, look at that. If you're <laughs> listening and you can't see this, just go on any of our social media and you'll see this logo. We have it everywhere. But it's but beautiful.
2: It was, uh, it was, like I said, a very, very fun 24 hours with it or 48 hours with it because we dropped it. You know, We got the design. We dropped the merch and then instantly got a... <laughs> A uh content warning on uh Teespring and yep. kind of wasn't fun, but they said that their system sometimes auto flag stuff thinking it's yeah. suspicious and at least it was an accident. Yeah, that's so made me feel a lot better.
3: Yeah, we're all good. <laughs> the mighty seal lives on. <laughs> but
2: What's uh the for that? Oh, that's a very complicated link loop. I'm not gonna be able to remember that off the top of my head. It's um, like a couple hyphens our... and a bunch yeah. of dashes. Do you have our link tree uh, yeah.
3: close by? <laughs> Is it? Um, do you have it?
2: Pull it up on my computer real fast. Let's
1: have to. Is it on our link tree? Is it yeah. a shop lap on spring?
2: Yep, that's the and one. It's later I will late arrivals pod dot creator slash spring or dash spring dot com and it'll bring you to late arrivals podcast store on spring um our mighty guy stuff and our quack metal yeah stickers we got mugs bad mugs um and then a hoodie and a t-shirt and then dead hats um Wanted to kind of diversify a little bit but not go too crazy. You know, I could have mm-hmm. put like dog bowls and <laughs> feeding mats and stuff for your pets, but I don't yeah. think we're I don't think we're we're that big yet. Yeah, I don't think we're <laughs> there yet. <laughs> <laughs> um but for I those of you that a... have bought it already, thank you. Yes,
3: thank you so much. I some some people have reached out to me um and they have bought some. So appreciate you. Yeah. Uh for supporting us and everything. That's awesome. Um, I need to get a hoodie myself Uh, i will i
2: will say this if you do buy any of the clothing this is also coming from me i'm a bigger individual so stuff naturally fits me a little tight um i would maybe size up a size from what you normally wear okay um i know with the quack metal long sleeve shirt that one kind of fits me fine and i got a 2x uh the hoodie fits perfect at a 2x uh but i know the shirt felt a little tight um, but the shirt also did come a little misprinted, so could have just been something wrong with it. Um, but I would definitely say if you're kind of in between sizes or you like a little baggy, or maybe go a size up. Okay. Uh, but I know the hoodies, I put the same hoodies that I did for the quack metal oh. one and those things are so comfortable. They're very soft. Um, definitely a little on the thinner side. Um, okay. but that's kind of what I was looking to do because I like wearing hoodies under my jerseys when I go to games mm-hmm. um, so it it's a little bit on the breathable side so it's not just like super super baggy
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, but I am hopefully eventually going to add some more maybe put a different hoodie maybe something a little thicker on there just so we have some options okay. uh, but it's fun I'm, I'm happy to to have new merch and yeah it's awesome man
3: um it's gonna lead the
2: jerseys and stuff down the line maybe yeah
3: actually our buddy our buddy max uh told me or asked me to um make sure that i let him know when when it comes out on a on a sweater on a jersey he wants the mighty seal on a jersey so max the Angels fan, the Angels fan.
1: Oh, that that match. Okay. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And, so, uh, if you if you buy anything, take a picture and send it to at Gladio Pod on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Show Facebook. Us, show us
3: where you're wearing it. Maybe you're. Are we on Facebook somewhere? Somewhere outside of California, maybe that'd be kind of cool. Do um, we have a
1: Facebook account?
3: We don't. <laughs> but if, if you share it to a if you share it to a, a ducks group like uh ducks nation and ducks fans worldwide i think i'm in both of those and i share our stuff in there so
2: i would see it okay uh that does lead me into our our last little point here ducks related stuff um nhl 24 comes out on friday user yes, so i will be buying the game um apparently there's art.
1: already because the the pre-order came out yesterday and there's already shit wrong with it
2: that's every nhl game
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, just... like franchise mode is still screwed up is it that... like there's just bugs on it <laughs>
2: it's, it's the fun. ea experience if the game's yeah. not buggy at launch you know something's wrong yeah um, but Friday, I will be putting our team together as well as a, uh, a little sheet just that we'll make public on the Twitter, uh, on our socials, uh, if you are interested in playing. Um, I'm not going to cap how many people can be in the club because if people want to play and, you know, maybe meet another fan – hang out play some games you you guys are more than welcome to um i know the plan is i kind of want to start streaming games on maybe like sunday nights maybe do like two or three on our twitch um just to kind of have another thing fill the week with content um then also just you know just because you know i know ESHL is very chaotic so it is fun to watch um i i do want to make sure that the cross-platform works, uh, just so we're not limited to just Xbox, uh, with me being on Xbox. Do you but, have the
1: newest Xbox or
2: the one yeah, before it? Yeah, have the Series X. Okay, yeah, I'm um, on, on PlayStation. I yeah. don't know. It's just exciting. I'm I'm happy yeah. to to get people involved with it. You know, I I've talked about maybe having this trans transition over to real life with you know a team that is coming at a later date i'm still trying to figure out uh you know when a good time to try and do something like that is because doing it in real life is very hard um, yeah when Mm -hmm. there's money involved (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh, i'll have something out hopefully before friday um if not by the weekend just kind of gauging interest if people do want to play so definitely keep an eye out for that that's uh that's yeah. all I got, Ducks wise. You guys have anything else you want to add?
3: That's go pretty... wild, baby. No, no, go wild. Do you know uh do you know what their logo is? If you're a true fan.
1: Uh it's like a Wolverine or some
3: shit. Nah, 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 nah. See you're not a true fan. It's a bear. Wake up. Bear. Wolverine. Wake up. It's both bear, wolverine.
1: Same thing. They both have claws and teeth.
3: Um, I was going to say, if you are down, I see someone in here said that they are down for, uh, yeah, a couple,
1: couple of people said, they were- yeah,
3: if you're, if you're down, go ahead and message us on our Instagram or Twitter. Um, I mean, in here works, but I will, I'll lose it. <laughs> uh, at least if you DM us, uh, we'll have your name down a little bit better and I can send it over to, uh, Jake. So he knows, but yeah, so we can kind of see how many people are interested and in, in stuff like that. So, um,
2: and I also have to preface one thing. Um, I wouldn't expect this to be like we're pushing for the top division every every season. Um, I think I am a decent NHL player, um, but I'm not much of a sports game guy. So mm-hmm. I just kind of play it for fun just because, like yeah. I said, the mode's chaotic and just all over the place. Um, I'm so definitely
1: a franchise keep... guy, so I'm not yeah. really good at online
2: play i would just say keep that in mind not to (laughs) discourage anybody but yeah i'm going into this with the vibes of just let's have some fun relax just kind of hang out meet meet some new people Mm -hmm. winning is a plus um (laughs) because as we also have said nhl games are notoriously just messes at launch um so it's probably gonna be a little rough for a while but yeah and I've, I've been playing for a long time,
3: but I've noticed that the last, like, two games, um, they changed a lot. So I almost feel like a brand-new player. It's, it's weird. Like, it, it, it's just changed so much so quickly that, like, the last game, I thought it was just, like, so hard to score sometimes. Like, I was – like, I, I, I played um, my sister's boyfriend randomly one night on NHL 23, and he's, like, never played the game. And I've played NHL like all my life, and we went to like a shootout. Like it was so bad, like nobody could score. It was a, I don't know. It, it's weird. So yeah, like Jake said, don't expect to go into this and we're like winning cash prizes in the NHL gaming thing. <laughs> um, nothing, nothing like that's gonna happen. We're gonna be like the real Ducks team. We're going in with vibes, and winning is a plus. Like Jake <laughs> said. Yep. <laughs> Um but yeah, that was pretty much all duck stuff for me. Outside of uh I do want to give a shout out to uh Anaheim Calling. They are back.
1: Oh yeah, they're back. My friend uh
3: they are part of the what is it, Four Hockey Fans Network. So um go give their network a follow on Twitter. I don't know if they have Instagram, but and follow the new Anaheim Calling uh Twitter, because the old one is she did. The new yeah, one is like yeah. Anaheim Calling, FHF or something for hockey fans. But yeah, go follow them. Shout out to them. Glad that they're back. That's fun stuff. We love Anaheim Calling. Yeah,
1: sure
2: do. Sidorov scored in his first uh, game back. Ooh. What'd you say? Our boy Igor. Sidorov scored in his first game pack.
1: Oh, good for him.
2: Shall we get into our ads and uh some some division previews here? Yeah, well, yeah.
3: let's let's do that thing. Lou, did you want to read one again?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, Duck games tomorrow. 714 tickets go get you some preseason tickets. I think they're playing Arizona. They sh- yeah. sure do be. Yeah. So if you want to go to that, promo code LAP, L-A-P on 714. Uh, yeah.
3: It's their last uh home preseason game,
1: right? Yeah. And,
3: and the real thing happens.
1: Next Sunday's home opener. So go get you some tickets if you haven't already.
3: Yeah. Sunday against the Hurricanes. Promo code LAP. They're having a fun, Uh speaking of the home opener they're having like a whole uh, what is it like home what is it season the opening same thing weekend they do every year it's like a season opening weekend cuz they're doing something saturday oh are they yeah against the knights cuz it's the ducks open oh, saturday oh they're
1: having the the, the brewery x uh, watch party yeah they're having they're a cool brewery watch
3: x. party um so you can go to that that's on uh saturday the 14th right sure <laughs> yeah and then the home opener is the 15th um so yeah go and enjoy the uh oh, the, the home opener is
1: on the 15th yeah makes you wonder
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you wonder not to get too ahead of ourselves sorry to interrupt uh but we do have to mention when we get to ryan's squeak of the week um he uh-huh. tagged us in something just now of a bunch of stuff he typed into ai with seals and our name so okay we'll have okay. to react to that when we get to his question
3: okay that sounds fun but uh okay. but yeah um the home Como opener code lap. Promo code lap, tickets get your home opener tickets from 714 promo code lap like lou said they're doing a plum carpet this year instead of an orange carpet so that's gonna be yeah, pretty it's, hot it's plum um, it's plum yeah, I'm just gonna roll. Let's just say purple carpet. It's a beautiful purple carpet. Go enjoy that. All the festivities. Please arrive early so you can enjoy that stuff. Don't be a late arrival. <laughs> you said it.
2: All right. Moving uh-huh. on. We're moving you on. We're moving on.
3: All right. You want me to do the last two, or you want to do one too, Jake? Uh, I'll do ESPN if you want to do a uh,
2: shift. Uh, okay, sounds good. Cream. <laughs> Well, before Chris enlightens us about cream, uh, you can, if you haven't already signed up for ESPN plus using our affiliate link uh, with our network, just go to inside slash ESPN and you're able to sign up, it helps our whole network, uh, not just us, keeps the keeps everything going I know uh, it's going to be a little rough, uh, with our Canadian podcast being hit a little bit with the new the new laws in Canada about having to become yeah. be like an entity that the government.
3: I still don't fully understand it. Yeah, what
2: happened? It's it's a whole long thing, um, but it's it's going to affect uh, some of the the podcasts we have, like you know Leafs Late Night, and uh, I know uh, Jacko's podcast. Um, so you know, it just it just helps the network as a whole, not not just us. There's a whole lot of us. We're a big big old family itr so yeah if you don't have espn plus um you know we do have something to talk about after this regarding espn that seems like it's going to be a really cool feature to have um i know it's with espn too but mm-hmm. yeah you know, it, it's been beneficial not just for hockey uh watching pretty much any sport on espn has definitely made not having cable nice
3: <laughs> yeah yeah and if you don't have cable um you know Opening night on Tuesday in the NHL uh, is a triple header on ESPN and all three games will also be on ESPN plus. So if you don't have cable, you don't have the ESPN channels. If you get ESPN plus, you'll be able to watch the triple header um, on opening night. And that includes uh, Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks first game with the Blackhawks. Um, I think the Kraken play that night too. Against Vegas. Yeah. Against Vegas. Yeah. So lightning Nashville. Lightning Preds starts at like two thirty our time I think.
2: Oh, really, shit. that's cool. I have something yeah. to watch at work.
3: Yeah, two, <laughs> yeah, because they want to like to get the triple header all in like good time. They have to start kind of early. So
1: did you say Tuesday or Wednesday?
3: Tuesday, Wednesday. There's the double header on TNT like normal. Um, okay, but yeah. So ESPN Plus.
1: Wow, see snuck up on us.
3: I know, man. Like, it feels like it was like July, and I'm like, this sucks. Like I know I was, was thinking I was it
1: in the garbage tonight like before the pod and I was like man it it gets dark quick now and I was like shit it's already October
3: you should have a segment called like garbage thoughts with Lou where he gives us his thoughts every time he's bringing in the garbage every week yeah could be a fun little thing I have thoughts see what's see what's on your mind
1: oh you don't want to know
2: <laughs> that does not instill right. me with much confidence <laughs>
3: All right, so our last one here, um, our good f- friends over at Shift Hockey have some great hockey sticks and hockey have gloves. Um, Lou loves all of their cream-colored things. They have cream everything. They will cream you out. Oh, um, yeah, they will. <laughs> if you if you use LAP10, that's L-A-P-10. L-A-P is in all caps. LAP10 at checkout, you get 10% off your order. It's good on everything from apparel to sticks and gloves, um that code cannot be stacked with other existing discounts though but um i still need to get some gear man well not gear but like some merch i need to get some i need to get some uh i need to get a hoodie or something i, I love their stuff they're they uh their apparel is just very clean looking i like the way it looks and gonna need some i don't know if i'll get cream i don't know how i don't know if i can wear the cream colored <laughs> stuff but uh I'm not sure how, how how I look in that color. I'm, I'm more of a, I'll wear black and like a darker gray, maybe some dark purple. I can wear this jersey, like dark jersey. purple sweater. But yeah, shift, uh, shifthockey.com, lap 10. lap 10, go get some stuff. Did you we? Know, if, you're, if you're new season, hockey season, beer league, whatever, whatever's coming up, go grab a stick, a lot Did cheaper than, than others.
1: Did we give our promo code for our, our our store?
3: Oh, seal. Oh no, we didn't. Seal um, ten. Seal ten for the um, for the spring, the Teespring shop. Uh, if you want to get the the Quack Metal merch or the um, Mighty Seal Mighty stuff, sales. use uh, Seal ten. Seal is in all caps. Seal ten for ten percent off. That is good for all of October. Jake wanted to put that in there to celebrate. The NHL season starting this month, so you get that all October. So
1: thank Jake. and our mascot to seal, <laughs> just in case you didn't know. <laughs> if you're, new, are we like, if you're new are fan. we like,
3: are we cool with making the mighty seal like our like that's gonna be our official like secondary logo, right? That could be our second thing. Yeah, yeah, we can have our script logo and then the mighty seal. Like I think that's really cool. Yeah, I enjoy. It. I, I enjoyed a lot. Okay with that. Sounds. And sounds then wonderful.
1: you know, like the 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 web D, we could have like a like a seal paw, for for the third logo.
2: I don't know if seals have paws, <laughs> Lou.
1: What do they do? They. Uh, they, got, they got like flippers, don't they? Yeah. Seal paws. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're well, kind of like
3: flippers. They're flippers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're more like flippers. <laughs> they got they got four tall to- four toes, it looks like. That's cool.
2: Well this one well, has five. Well, Lou is uh discovering the anatomy of a seal. We'll uh we'll transition <laughs> here. Um we got news today that ESPN's gonna be launching a uh program on ESPN2 that's gonna be kind of like NFL Red Zone called Frozen Frenzy it's uh, going to be hosted by John Buchigross and it is what pretty much 24/7 hockey coverage just yeah i mean it's it's that like day every crazy. team's
3: playing that, yeah, day? that day it's so weird it's it's too bad it's happening on a tuesday <laughs> i feel like that would have been so fun to have like a saturday night type of thing but um it's cool i mean why am i getting harassed in the chat a- there's, a lot, of, there's <laughs> a lot of potential there for the NHL, and hopefully, it it you know, it sticks and it can be a thing. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure we're gonna. Pass. I don't
1: I don't know how it's gonna work in practice, but maybe if they like show every power play, that might maybe work.
3: maybe they could do that. Yeah, because
1: hockey isn't like football, like the Red Zone Channel.
3: Yeah, like I mean, it says they're gonna show every goal, every. There was like three things, every goal, every something else, and every hit. power play. I don't know. But yeah, that would be a good idea to kind of, once a team's on a power play, kind of shift to that really quick and then go to another team on the power play. or
2: Well, like NHL Network does that. Where do if, they? they're, if they're covering a game, like it's not like the game's on the station the whole time. I mm-hmm. know sometimes they'll do like the in-studio look and it'll be like power okay, yeah. plays or stuff like that. So I could I could see that working. But it'll be, be weird cool. to see, like, if it's just Buchegross doing it, or if like someone's yeah. going to be with him.
3: Yeah, I wonder if Arda Arda might be there. That'd be cool.
2: Arda's really good. I like Arda's yeah. insight on a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah who's I mean, that? him and Buchegross feed off of each other really well. Yeah, they do. I like who's
3: Arda? Arda Ocal. can of tell you who that is. He's on NHL and ESPN stuff. He's with uh, Greg Wachinski too on the drop. I believe it's an ESPN oh, show. Well, shout out, Arda. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Yeah, but yeah, that cool. should be a lot of fun. I'm hoping that it's. I mean, we'll see how much I'm able to watch. We'll see how crazy it is because there's this. There's gonna be a lot going on with sixteen games happening. I mean, I, I know they're all not gonna happen at the same time. And
2: hey, I do like
3: have, that. I do if like you have
2: that. ADHD, you know. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. fix it on one thing. It's just like, ooh, goal.
3: Cool. I do yeah. like how, how the NHL um staggered the, the times of the games finally, at least for that night. They're like, hey, we'll do it this night. And then never again. Here, I'm gonna try to get it up really quick But yeah, hopefully it's a lot of fun. Okay, so all oh, the ducks have a 330 game that day. Really playing. Columbus. In
1: Ohio or here?
3: It's in Columbus, yeah. So yeah, the earliest game is three o'clock, which is um Maple Leafs Capitals, which is already on ESPN. Ducks are at 3.30. Sabre Senators at 345. Like they're all split up by like 15 minutes. Is that Pacific is... or
1: Eastern time?
3: These are all these are all Pacific. Okay. Wait, when does the when do the clocks
1: roll back you're asking me that question
2: yeah you're asking the two of us that and i mean between the both of us <laughs> because well, we share a called? memory what is I it for- called
1: i forgot that arizona it's not, it's not called daylight savings right what's it called <laughs> when do we turn back <laughs> the clock <laughs> um, oh christ
3: um i know we spring forward on. don't we yeah, I probably could have checked the calendar, honestly, on my phone. It tells you. <laughs> when do we? But I'm on the NHL app, so it's October 24th. Because 3.30 for me might be earlier for you 20, because 20, I fr- I always forget that, you know, during the winter months, uh, Arizona is not Pacific. We're in Mountain.
1: November 5th.
3: Oh, okay. We're good. So, yeah, this is Pacific time for the 20- <laughs> 24th. <laughs> Took some so that soul, was fun.
2: some soul searching and using yeah. our brains, but we got yeah. to an answer. <laughs> but yeah.
3: So thanks, minutes, Google. They they staggered the start times 15 minutes between the games. I think it's it's for all of them except maybe two. But it's perfect. It's like so perfect. I wish the NHL schedule was always like Man. this when they had like when they have tons of games on.
1: Why is D flow cooking me right now? What's going on? <laughs> cooking with gas. Man.
2: Well, we did have kind of confirmation. Uh, Gary Bettman says that uh, we're in preliminary projections at the very moment. So before everybody makes assumptions that this is a set in stone because we are talking about the NHL. Um, the projections for next season, so the 2024-2025 season, uh, the cap could jump between 87 and 88 million dollars. So congrats, Mason McTavish, on all of the money you're gonna make next year.
1: <laughs> all of it. Um all but get that bag, King.
2: They said that the 50 million that's owed in escrow should be paid off this year. Um, so they yeah. can look at making the jump in the cap, which if you are a uh, free agent going into next year, congratulations also on making the bag because I feel like next year with the cap rising, we are going to see another uh, free agent class like 2016 where just everybody under the sun was getting six years and north of six million. Yeah. So should be a fun time.
3: And everyone was saying that the, the next NHL lockout is near.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but hey you know um i know for for all the shit that gary gets um the fact that the the years following covid um have been as successful as they've been with how hard the cap has been yeah um so the players being rewarded by making more money with teams having more flexibility is certainly going to be interesting um you know it'll be interesting to see what teams like Tampa, Vegas, and Ottawa, like all those teams, Toronto that are all really hard pressed against the cap will be able to do with some flexibility. Um It's going to be a very wild offseason, I think. Next year's UFA class I think is very very talent heavy and there's probably going to be some some moves, some signings that are going to cause controversy like every offseason, but yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good on the NHL. Um, You know, there have been some talks of expansion and coming back to Atlanta, but we don't even have to talk about that because it's all still speculation. And Gary even said that they're not really looking at it at the moment, but yeah. You know, good, good times for the NHL. Um, You know, it's it's nice to have something.
1: It's
2: nice to have something positive to say about it instead of another scandal. Um, yeah oh so what the, are
3: they covering up this week
2: yeah good Let's have some fun good good for us <laughs> good vibes
3: <laughs> going into a new season wonderful
1: as well. for confirmation seals do have uh, flippers they have, yes they have they have fl- front flippers and back flippers
3: yeah yes not pause not pause <laughs> <laughs> no pause only flippers
2: well, we were going to do division previews, uh, kind of like we did last year. Well, uh, I say we just kind of go through the the divisions, uh, kind of say where we think teams are going to be at. Um, yeah. Kind of keep it at that, just because we're we're not, we're a vibes podcast. We're not a <laughs> we're not an in depth. Uh, if you
1: want analysis, go to the Pond. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, We'll start with the Atlantic. Uh, Last season, you had the Bruins finishing first with the President's Trophy, uh, followed by the Leafs, the Lightning, and the Panthers. Uh, The Sabres uh, just missed the playoffs. Senators were behind them, and then the Red Wings and Canadians rounded out the division. Personally, personally, I feel like the only team I would maybe move into that would be Tampa down a slot. And Buffalo and Tampa may be fighting for that four or five. Um, But it's very foolish to count out Tampa Bay because they are the lightning after all. Mm
4: -hmm. But with
2: Vasilevsky being out as long as he's expected to, um, who knows with them? Um, I feel like the Sabres have a good shot of being better. I mean, I feel like the Red Wings could be better, um, Mm -hmm. but it is the Atlantic. Um, It always kind of feels like it's anyone's game for a couple months. Uh, until, you know, a front runner kind of leads the pack for the rest of the way.
3: Yeah. Sabres are tough because I really believe that they're going to make a nice jump, but I don't want to get too high on them because I think it's going to come down to their goaltending. Even with, like, Devin Levi being as good as he is and his potential being, you know, he has a lot of potential, but I just don't – I mean, he's still young, and they don't really have anything – that great outside of him to help him
2: Well, <laughs> oh, upl would be his backup right
3: um or they
2: would be the one one a one b I, maybe who, who is their other goalie because they have a they have they have
3: a let's see they have a damn they have like a veteran guy i just can't remember his name
1: i'm gonna look it up you can if you want what team are we talking about <laughs> the sabers you want to know the goalies? Yep. Okay, I'm on it.
3: <laughs> Lou is on it. I'm okay, on the so case. so Don't Jake, you you, <laughs> Jake, you said um, the Atlantic would be pretty much the same for you, um, outside of maybe Buffalo moving up, or tr- oh no, you said Tampa moving down one,
2: right? Let's go. Let's say Toronto. We'll go Toronto one, Boston two. Florida three, Tampa four, and then the bottom stays the rest. Or okay.
4: stays the same. Okay.
1: Um, the well, first of all, their their goalies are Eric Connery, Devin Levi, and Uka Pekka Lukonen. Yeah. Did I say that right? So yeah. yeah.
3: So it's Comrie, that's what I was thinking of. Eric Comrie. All right, Lou, do you have your Atlantic?
1: Uh Toronto 1, Boston 2, Florida 3, Tampa 4, Buffalo 5, and then Ottawa, Detroit, Montreal. They they don't move.
2: Okay.
3: Toronto 1,
1: you said?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so he he pretty much said the same one I did. Yeah. I'm
1: not I'm not too high in Boston. I'm not either. After um, their
2: top six,
1: even their top six isn't isn't that spectacular.
3: Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'll say Toronto to at one as well. Um and then I'll go. I think I'm gonna go Florida at Ooh. two. And then I'll go I'll go
4: Tampa at three,
3: Boston, then Buffalo, and then uh, detroit Detroit, Ottawa, Montreal,
2: okay, so we're metropolitan now, yeah. The metro. Okay. Last year was Carolina on top. Then the Devils, Rangers, and Islanders uh taking up two three four. Uh the Penguins just missing out. Uh the Caps under them, the Flyers, and then the Blue Jackets. Um, personally, I am all on the Devils. I would say the Devils are a good bet yeah. for being one of the better teams in the league. Um, so I would put them at one. Okay. Um, then I would say Carolina. Um, As much as it pains me to say, I'm going to say the Penguins at three. Oh, wow. okay. Um, I just, Spicy. I don't know. They, they add Carlson and just suddenly I feel like they're going to just randomly be good again. Yeah. Um, I'll put the Rangers at four. I'll put the Islanders at five and keep the caps at six flyers at seven blue jackets at eight we'll keep it simple but i am also ready for my pick of the penguins being third the division to just blow up in my face (laughs) so i will wear that one when it happens
3: that one's that division is gonna be tough with uh for for the number one spot between carolina and new jersey i think
2: yeah they're both they're
3: both so
2: good I just felt like New Jersey got a lot better, yeah, yeah, you, know, you add to Foley, I mean, Jack Hughes is being Jack Hughes, um you yeah, know, at mm-hmm. this point, I think there's no is a year better, you know, no question that he's uh I all mean, right, we've known he's the real deal, but like holy shit, <laughs> yeah, um. I don't know. I just I feel like Carolina's kind of in a weird spot where they're always that like really good regular season team and then playoffs come around, and they win around, and then they just forget how to play hockey. Yeah.
3: All right. I got I'm I'm gonna go New Jersey as well, uh at number one. Then I'm gonna go Carolina. Then I'll go New York Rangers, then Pittsburgh, then the Islanders, Capitals, Blue Jackets, then Flyers.
1: Okay. I'm the same with Chris, except keep keep it the same. Flyers seventh, uh Columbus eighth.
3: So the same and until the bottom two there.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I don't think Islanders are gonna make the playoffs
2: this year. I mean they're kind of a weird team, like yeah, they, they're a weird team. They could be good and they could be good. Sneak in alias, Horokin. Just...
1: That's their goaltender, right? Yeah. yeah he could just push them to the playoffs who knows they are they are
3: a very weird team though
2: yeah so getting into the west we'll start with the central um last season was the avs on top the stars in second uh minnesota uh, in third winnipeg squeaking in and making the playoffs at four and then you had nashville missing the blues missing uh Coyotes and the Blackhawks also missing. I'm going to say as is um, with the exception of moving Winnipeg and I would switch Winnipeg and St. Louis, honestly. I'd say St. Louis at four and then Winnipeg down underneath the Preds.
3: Okay, Preds still at five?
2: Yeah. You know, for as much as I hate them, I kind of feel like they've gotten kind of better, but they're also kind of in a downswing where I think they're not going to be as great as everyone expects. Yeah. Um, I can hate them a little less now that Johansson's gone, but of course he went to a team that I like, so I can't have anything good in life, I guess. <laughs> nope. All right. So you had St. Louis fourth.
1: Yeah. Okay. What would you thinking, Lou? Oh uh, well my Minnesota Wild first, third division <laughs> champs in the central. First place. Okay. And then and then the Avs, two, Dallas three, Winnipeg four. St. Louis five, Nashville sixth, Arizona seventh, Chicago eighth.
2: Okay. Kind of feel like the Coyotes are another one of those weird teams where it's like they can be a lot better. And they could be a couple of slip higher, but I don't know if they're like playoff yeah. contention yet. Yeah, yeah, and it all depends on if they're, if
3: they're young kids that come in really click right away, um, and if Keller can stay on the same pace as he was last year. Uh, but with You're Logan like Gunther coming in, playing now, right? Yeah, Gunther, and then you got Logan Cooley. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they he's... got
1: some, they
3: got some fun young players that uh, will hopefully help them. But Who's on their we'll
2: defense?
1: Notable,
3: uh, is it Matt Dumba on there? Oh, I totally forgot about Matt Dumba. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dumba, right.
2: Valimaki. Um. Oh, is it a Sean Dursey? Yeah, Sean Dursey.
1: Dursey's there.
2: Yeah. So they'll have a very offensive-minded defense. Um, oh, for sure. But they're they're kind of probably be an all gas no breaks kind of defense. <laughs> yeah. Okay, lastly we have the Pacific.
3: Oh, hold on. I didn't give my. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um just be quicker next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna have I hate I hate this, but I'm gonna have the stars winning the division. Um I love Jason Robertson, though. That's my dude. Uh, Robo Robo. I'm gonna have the Avalanche in second. And then I'm going to go with, I'll go Minnesota at third. Fourth, I'm going to go, I'm going to have some fun. And I'm going to put the Coyotes there. And then
4: I'll put St. Louis. And then I'll put, who am I forgetting? Oh, Winnipeg.
3: Right? Winnipeg? Yeah, I don't know. I are so you yet? and then I'll put Nashville and then Chicago. I wanted to do I wanted to have fun by putting the Cardinals up a little bit higher and then doing Nashville dirty. So we did we we achieved both of those. So it's stars, avalanche, wild, coyotes, blues, jets, predators, blackhawks. There's my there's my central.
2: Got always- and now and
3: now the best division of all.
2: the shit show pacific (laughs) yay um i like how the top four was uh you know vegas at one edmonton two la three and kraken four so i'm going to keep that okay yeah i'm keeping that too um i feel like the kings or the kraken are interchangeable depending on who's doing better Hmm. um for the bottom i'd say calgary stays at five um okay. but i am going to be the bold one here i'm going to move our ducks up to six up to six okay and then vancouver seven and san jose at the bottom yeah
1: i have the same exact order as jake does same exact order. I think the Ducks finished sixth this year. Okay. I'll just be wrong.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've been very wrong a lot of times in the last well, year. Well, maybe so, this you season's know.
1: different. Maybe we just get everything right.
2: Okay, I'm going to go.
1: Broken clock's right twice a day. So.
3: <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. Oilers winning the division. I feel like I picked them to win the division every year, so I gotta be right at some point. Um I'll say the Knights coming in second, and then I'm gonna say Kraken and then the Kings. Yeah, Kraken three, Kings, Kings, Kings four. Um yeah, I gotta go Calgary five. I'm also gonna go ducks six and then Vancouver seven.
2: And the horrible sharks in last. Ryan uh, says Vancouver finished his last hot take. Why Canada? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I
3: mean that would be that'd be kind of funny, but I I think that definitely belongs to the sharks. <laughs> watch watch it be the ducks because I think last year we had the ducks
2: finishing. like six or seven i think so yeah (laughs) and that was a just complete mess in its own yeah uh, okay we don't have to we don't have to relive all that (laughs) we've done that enough (laughs) yeah well we will get into our questions here to finish up um so before we get into that though uh when our predictions are ultimately wrong um, you know that you can tweet at us and tell us that we're stupid. So
1: yeah. Boo boo Connor, because he's not here.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: but we gotta get Connor's picks. I was gonna I was gonna put our picks into inside the ring and see if they can make us some nice graphics that I can post on our social medias.
2: See if that works.
1: What's Heather getting from Domino's? Pretty-
2: uh we're getting pizza.
1: Nice. Happy for you
2: yeah i don't know why that's so funny to me what are you getting from the pizza
3: place
1: uh pizza (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well they got like chicken and stuff yeah Yeah, i know i that's
3: i'm not i'm not trying to like make fun of you for that question i just thought it was funny the way jake answered it because you're like what are you getting from domino's like ah pizza
2: (laughs) oh boy anyway We'll we'll start with our uh, Hockey 365 topic, as always. Um, He says, how do you guys feel about NHL teams splitting up rosters and coaching staffs to play multiple games in the same day?
4: Personally, Um,
2: I don't really mind it. I don't really care just because Yeah. it's it's not that big of a deal. It's inevitable. Like, it's preseason. If you're going
1: to a different country, too, you kind of have to do that
2: right yeah yeah Yeah, that's
3: why the coyotes and kings had to have so many different players on the roster just so they could fill out the other split squad games but yeah it's i mean it's all right
2: it'd be a problem if you're having to play in like two different states at the same time i'd think if like it's like okay we got to play we got to send one you know one squad to la and then another to arizona to play like i feel like that's not worth the time just because like if you're coming back to camp don't you feel like one group might be more tired because of the travel like yeah exactly i could see that messing with cohesion but at the same time they're also professional athletes so they're kind of used to that already like yeah i don't know i i understand the question but i i think for preseason it's okay like it'd be different if you had like split squad in the regular season Mm -hmm. that would be wild Mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think we ever have to worry about that being an NHL thing. <laughs> yeah. And like,
3: I, I think of like the ticket buyer too. Like, can you imagine going to it, like buying tickets for a game and it's like a split squad game though. And you're not seeing like if, if they split it up perfectly where you're not seeing the guys you want to see, I mean, yeah. all, people that'd were be happy.
1: With, people were happy about that when they went to San Diego. Oh,
2: yeah, right. There was a lot of the, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs> be like oh. that sometimes.
2: Our next question comes from Mr. Sicard himself, Mr. Felix. He asked oh, who wow. has...
1: he asked a question.
2: Said who has impressed you the most so far in Ducks training camp? Pretty sure we talked about this but in the group Jackson... chat
1: earlier. Yeah.
2: Jackson. Yeah, Jackson
3: Lacomb. Lacomb.
1: And probably Pavel Manchukov. I thought he had a really good game last night against Kings. Mm-hmm. All in all 2. too. He's, looked pretty good.
2: I went off the board, and it looks kind of bad because he got assigned to the goals camp, but I was surprised with Glenn Godden. It seemed yeah. like every time I've watched, like, any of the streams or I could check on any of the games, like, he's part of the highlight or, <laughs> like, they're making note of him. And granted, you know, it's pretty easy when – you're playing with lineups that are mostly rookies but i don't know he looked really good um you know, we we memed a lot about you know being the hockey god uh because of his name <laughs> but yeah. you know he he was kind of a standout of a guy that you know i don't think had a major shot of making it um mm-hmm. I feel like sam carrick's making a lot of his you know time in camp so far um I guess Milo didn't agree with that pick because he jumped on my desk, but <laughs> uh, I, I'd say those two guys, I mean, Brett Leeson's looking good. Like a lot of the guys you wouldn't expect, I feel are <laughs> yeah. having pretty good camps, but loose pick of Minchikov's another one I agree with. He's, he's looked really mm-hmm. good
3: too. Yeah. Lacombe has just looked so, so good out there. Just. Makes it look very easy. It's been enjoyable.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I yeah. definitely think he has the best shot of being being one of the youngins on the blue line. Um, he has looked very, very solid, and it helps that he's also producing in the games too. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, his goals in the oh, – what, what game was it at Honda Center? Was it the Sharks game when they did the shootout?
1: Um. He, yes. They promised us a shootout last week, but they
2: didn't do it. So
3: <laughs> lose very mad about that. I'm. No, <laughs> it
2: was the uh the OT. Chopped about that. It was the OT game where he scored. I don't know. He just he he definitely. He looks very good too.
1: Yeah.
2: They, I mean, they all look good. Like a lot of them have stood out. Like that's. Kristen
1: Leno has look good.
2: The like, kind of heart back, no, of, yeah. like it's it's a good problem to have when you can't really like pin it on just one player.
1: They're all great.
2: Lucas Dostal's very already
1: in midseason form.
2: Wow, well, yeah, they've kind of given him the Gibson treatment of just here. Here's yeah, man, ninety really shots f- to save.
3: <laughs> they really threw him into one, huh? Jesus. All right, Our guy and- Callie Kling got sent down. I forgot he got sent down today. Oh, did
1: he?
2: The Clang Gang. Clang Gang. Oh, our next one comes from at goalie, uh, goalie Mom on Twitter. She says, is there uh, any change so far with the new coach that has stood out or impressed you the most so far? I know it is still early. Uh, I like, his, I like his
1: thoughtful answers he gives out in interviews. Like, Yeah, he, he, he goes really in depth in his answers. hmm I
3: I wouldn't say anything has changed for me like since we last recorded last week. I mean, I kind of I kind of stated how I liked what he brought um, to the team so far for games that don't count. You know, like I he just like Lou said, he gives really thoughtful answers and they're I don't know just the way he talks and explains things and and explains how he wants the games to be played and how he expects his players to perform and all that. It's just really, I, I like it all. I, I really like what he's, what he's saying so far. He's saying all the right things, at least for me. Um, I know saying it and then the team going out and doing it are two different things, but coach can only do so much. And so far I like what I see and hopefully uh, you know, the players can get a little more adjusted. And, and familiar with his system so by the time the regular season rolls along here or maybe in November and December it, you can kind of tell that they're all on board with it and everyone's clicking and like I said even if they're losing as long as they look like they they know what they're doing out there and things just aren't going right or the, the pucks aren't bouncing or whatever whatever it is you just hope that they're on the you know on the right level with each other on the same page and everything's kind of kind of there
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I would say the there's a lot of like personal, I feel like there's a lot of like personality, not just from him that I like um, there. He does seem like a very kind of outgoing kind of guy, um, but I, I like how personal he goes about coaching. It's not just a broader like, OK, I expect this out of everybody. Like we, we talked about it with the whole thing with Terry, where he was like, oh, well, Troy wasn't understanding the drill. And then I kind of showed him and it clicked. Um, you know, he seems to have a, an approach to it where obviously he wants the whole group to be on board, but if he notices a guy struggling with it, it's not like he's being singled out or, you know, he's being made an example of, you know, he's genuinely going out of his way to say, Hey, this is why this drill is not making sense. Or, you know, this is, this is why I think you could do it better. And that approach has been very nice just because, you know, we are dealing with a lot of younger kids on the team and a lot of kids that have a lot of talent. Um, You know, it it is going to be very hard to make the transition. So knowing that he's going to be able to, to micromanage in a sense, but it's going to be in a positive light and, you know, reflect, you know, Helping them become their best version of themselves down the line instead of just like, oh, you fucked up here. Like, hey, this is what you did wrong. Like, it is very positive and not just kind of there to just bring the guys down. Yeah, I Yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Do you have another one, Lou, or kind of on board it- with what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, I spaced out.
1: Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: So our next one comes from the Pawn Press. I know you are in the chat. Thank you for the question, my good sir. Um, so if you can go back to the draft right now, would you guys change the second overall pick to Fantilli? No. Nah. I'm still riding that Leo was the right choice, even if I didn't agree with it. Um, yeah. You know, just hearing, hearing all the conversations and what they th- – how the organization values him, mm-hmm. he he was going to be the guy regardless. So yeah,
3: yeah, I I'm still riding with Carlson. Um, I like him a lot. Like like Jake said, you know, I also didn't agree with it right out of the gate. Like right when it was announced, it 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 did kind of hurt that we didn't get <laughs> that they didn't pick Fantilly, but you know like you're saying with all the conversations and everything it was it was going to be carlson all along like they knew for a while this isn't something that they just decided at the at their draft table you know seconds before they had to make their pick they didn't they didn't just be like okay we got to make a decision flip a coin type of thing like this was this was someone that they wanted for a while and they thought would fit with this team now and in the future so can't really question it too much it was going to be leo all along we're down. We're riding with, we're riding
2: with, uh, with Leo here. Our next one comes from Haley. Um, I always like that Haley has kind of the, the lighthearted ones. It helps, yeah. it helps, it helps get, get us back to our goofiness. Um, <laughs> but she asks, what player or players, any team would you want as roommates?
3: Oh, any team. Okay. Someone who can cook. <laughs> um.
2: Damn. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like Gibson would be my answer, but that's also just because I feel like we just smoke. <laughs> I
3: mean, Gibson, I think, would be a good one. I I feel like he'd just be really chill. I I feel like he'd be an easy roommate, but maybe not. I mean, we obviously don't know him personally, but I feel like he would be. He seems like he'd be clean, like a clean guy.
1: Yeah, I want I yeah. want a room with someone who's clean.
3: Yeah, got to be got to be clean. Gibson's a good one. Uh trying to think of someone else on another team.
2: Yeah, that that's kind of the hard one cuz like I don't know, like I feel like if I dislike a team, it's I kind of put them out of I'm memory. Not
1: moving in with any of those people who Let's just say all,
3: I don't like. Let's just say all goalies. Like you'll add, let's say, got Gibson in there. Let's add uh, Devin Levi over there in Buffalo. Let's add.
1: Did you just call him Denim Levi? Devin. I think you said denim.
3: No, not denim. He might like denim, but his name's Devin. Yeah. He might. Um. <laughs> uh Freddie Anderson. Um, I feel like Freddie Anderson would be a, a fun guy. Maybe him, because maybe Austin Matthews will throw in a non goalie there. Just just naming,
2: just naming guys, the name guys.
3: Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I feel like, especially during the off season, Freddie Anderson comes with Austin Matthews. I feel like that's a that's a package deal. Seems like yep. they seem to still be pretty good friends. So, but yeah, I, I would stick to mainly goalies. I think goalies would be fun. As sure,
1: Connor <laughs> said he's hopping on. Ooh, we get oh, we're
3: getting an appearance yeah.
2: from the Conor.
3: Connor live from Vegas. This is Connor's <laughs> Lou <Vegas>. moment.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I guess while we wait for uh, for Connor to hop on, we'll. Uh... I can I can kill some
3: time here with. Uh, I had a islands tweet. today. You had islands today.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good.
2: I love. At the, the I haven't had it in a while.
1: Oh, nice. No mail.
2: Mayo's disgusting. (laughs) I haven't had that in a while. Missing out, Lou.
1: No, Mayo's disgusting. I'm not missing out on anything.
2: On that burger, though?
1: I I don't care. (laughs) Manning's is the tool of the devil.
3: Maybe we need to get Islands as a sponsor. That's what we need.
2: Uh, We we could also not do that.
1: (laughs) I didn't drink a beer with it either. Usually when I go out, I have a beer, but no, I... I was a good boy today. That's good. Yeah, good for me. No devil
3: juice for old Lou no, this time. No
1: devil juice. No.
3: All right, I can kill some time here with a tweet that I made on the late arrivals account. That kind of. Uh...
1: You made the soup tweet.
3: No, I did not do that. I did not do that. Um, I I asked which bromance is the bromance, and I uh. I got some people upset with uh, my my options for people to choose. I said Zegers and Terry or Zegers and McTavish, and I only said those two because I well, two things. I totally forgot about Drys. <laughs> I won't lie, I forgot. I forgot yes. about Drysdale. And, like I told, I I just wasn't thinking about him. He's not signed. He just he hasn't been talked about. I totally blanked. But second. It was right. It was during the game against the Kings, and it was like uh, I think it was intermission, and they were showing Zegras showing up to the to the rink, and like he was meeting up with Terry, and they hugged and stuff, and they, they showed McTavish like all smiley and all giddy with when Zegris was on the ice, and they hugged. They had like this little cute moment. So I just I said Zegris and Terry or Zegras and McTavish. I said it based on that. So sorry to the people that said, hey, it's obviously Drysdale, duh. I mean, yeah, it probably is. And the way to piss off Cecilia, good, good going. Right. Actually, I don't even think she was one of them. Surprisingly, she told she has us muted, hundred percent.
1: Whoever whoever <laughs> tweeted that soup tweet, they
2: got people Shut on a TV. Shut up!
1: Tizzy. Shut up! I don't know who did that, but.
2: Well, oh, my question to you, Lou, is: Have you ever had a good soup?
1: No. What kind of soup have you had? That's between me and my guy at Blockbuster. At Blockbuster. It's between me and my.
3: I like a good broccoli cheddar my, soup. My doctor. Broccoli cheddar is good.
1: Just flavored water.
2: I mean, to nah. stick with the islands conversation, you're missing. You're not. You haven't lived life if you haven't had the tortilla soup.
3: Actually, I haven't tried that. The what?
2: The tortilla soup. Soup. I thought you said Cut. the
1: twitchy soup I was like what is that
2: Comes in a bag but I mean it's good Makes you twitch
1: Oh there's the Pluto Pluko. Why did I say Pluto I don't know
3: <laughs>
1: There he is though He's coming
3: in He's coming in There, there he is. is What's up
0: Just, uh, oh, Fashionably late as always <laughs> Stick on the, the hat Sticking to the brand, yeah, it's new. Uh, bought this today. That's nice. great. Brand new hat. What's up, y'all? How we doing?
3: Doing pretty right, good so well. We're going we over. Can re- we just
0: redo the pod all over again? <laughs>
1: no, Whoops, sorry. Got to start over. Do you have any quick thoughts of about anything?
0: Uh, what did we talk about?
2: We we don't have to give you your flowers since you're here.
0: Is is Trevor Ziegler signed? Did that happen yet?
2: <laughs> I, think I think he might have. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we we were just, no, I mean, I mean,
0: just I mean just quick thoughts on that. I hate to say I told you so, but 3.5, <laughs> 3 by five point seven five. I mean, it was in line with everything we heard. You know? Hey.
3: I guess you could give your uh who's who's stood out to you in uh camp and preseason the most.
0: Oh well I mean I mean I think I think the obvious answer is Jackson Lacomb. Um I mean he I mean he's He's just looked far and away the best. The best of that uh, that group of young defensemen. I mean, it's at the point where I'd be I'd be really, really, really shocked, and honestly, a little upset if he's not on the opening night roster. But um, yeah, uh, Jackson Lacoma's has really stood out. Um, I don't know if you guys touched on it a little bit. You probably did, but you know, with the with the Robert Haig and uh, Colton White uh, waiver news today. I mean. I think that all but cements that Lacombe has has made the opening night team, but um, you know, also I think that creates an easier avenue for one of Zellweger or Minchikov to make the opening night roster. And you know, I I think one of them is going to make it now. Um, and I mean I mean, if I had to personally pick, I think I think Minchikov has looked has looked better than Zellweger. You know, I think yeah we, we've talked about this a little bit and it's been discussed on Twitter. Um, you know, I know, I know Felix over crashed the Pawnee and I kind of hold the same sentiment, but I think Pavlom game has always been a little bit more quickly and directly translatable to the NHL. So I can't say I'm overly surprised now that doesn't mean that like, this is a knock on Ole Miss It's just kind of, you know, the, with the reckless high pace, all gas, no break style he plays, you know, you can clearly see that on the defensive side of things that there's still some kinks he needs to work out now, you know, the. Again, that's not me trying to downplay Olin Zellweger or anything like that. Like, no, he's gonna be fine, but I I think if I had to pick between one of the two, I think Minchikov has earned it. Um, mm-hmm. no, I can't say uh, you know, I I I don't know if it's just a thing of, hey, yeah, we're gonna get him up for a couple games and then send him back down. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I can get a read on that situation yet, but um yeah i would I would say if one of them has to make it i think I think I'd be leaning slightly minchikov
2: okay well that does that was one of our questions so I mean we can just jump right into that that was from uh, Brandon over on twitter i I'm in the same boat it, if I had to choose between Zellweger and minchikov, it's minchikov at this moment um mm, yeah. i didn't I didn't
0: even, I didn't even read the question, so I wasn't even gonna be on. <laughs> hey.
2: uh But I I don't know. I I, I do agree that I just kind of feel like his skill sets a little more kind of what we're looking for in the situation. But I mean, I feel like this season's gonna be a revolving door of just hey, you get your couple games, then head back down, then just kind of next man up. Just if it's one or the other for opening our our opening night roster, I would say Minchikov's probably the better bet at this point. But yeah, we're gonna see both. We I think last we know we're gonna see both.
0: Yeah. And I think, and, and, you know, there's one uh, one more preseason game tomorrow, right? Or is there one more after that?
1: They're in Tucson on Saturday.
0: Cool. Okay. Two, okay. And then two that's more, it. So two, more, so, two more, so, two more chances for Zellweger and Mentukov to, you know, cement the status of whoever, um, you know, is probably going to get that opening night spot. Um, you know, th- there is a small chance it could be both. And they were, and they keep eight defensemen on the roster if they don't want to do seven. So, you know, that's, that's something to keep in mind. There, I I don't think it will be both of them, but, um, you know, not 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 something that we, uh, that we can rule out there because that that is a possibility as well. So, but, you know, again, talking as in if it's if it's if it's, if it's yeah, holy shit, if it's just going to be one of them, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think it's Mityukov, but you know, I, yeah, you know, like I said, I think I think these next two preseason games are, you know, obviously really gonna really going to kind of cement that and show us who it's going to be. But, um, you know, if Zellweger comes out and he has, and he has a an absolutely kick-ass next two games and he looks like he's, he's, you know, making strides, I think, I think, I think it might be his because, you know, you got to factor in the ELC slide thing with Minchikov as well. So that could be a reason why they keep Zellweger up over Minchikov, but mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, but I mean I mean I mean I think it's close, but I'd be leaning Minchikov, but you know, it should it should just go to whoever earns it. You know, it's not a knock on either player to be like, Oh, they deserve it right now over the other. Like they're both fine. They'll both be they'll both be up at some point this year, like Jake said. But um And the goals are going to be fun. Go watch the goals. Yeah. No matter what, the goals are going to be, Mm -hmm. the goals are going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think this year with how many young defensemen are back in San Diego and, and, you know, even a couple of the forwards, it should just be a situation where, Hey, we're going to give a lot of different guys chances and, you know, guys should be able to play their way in the spots at the NHL level. You know, if they, if they get called up and they look like they belong, I think they should stay, you know, I think we kind of really lean into the youth movement. Um, And I think with the waving of, of Robert Hag and Colton White. I think I think that's showing that Pat Verbeek is kind of starting to trend that way. And I, th- and, I, and I think I think we can all agree that's the way that this team needs to approach this season. So,
2: yep. Hey, our next one comes from Patrick and short and sweet. Who are Leo Carlson's ideal line mates for the season?
0: Ooh, ooh, I like this question. So I I put out a tweet uh, the other night uh kind of about this and this was kind of stemming from a conversation we were having in the crash the pond discord but i i think a guy like adam henrique is really kind of the the perfect dude to play on leo carlson's wing you know he he you know henrique's kind of just one of those you know kind of tool belt players i kind of like to call him where you know he's he's just kind of shown throughout his career and especially throughout his time in anaheim that you know he can he can really just kind of gel with anybody yeah um you know i I know he has been back to playing a lot of center in camp, but you know it's good to know that you know this team has never shied away from throwing him on the wing, and it's a good option to to you know to be able to have when this team is fully healthy. So I think I think you know fully healthy. Obviously, the Kalorn injury, you know, kind of shakes things up a little bit. The Lundestrom the Lundestrom injury is going to kind of shake things up as well. So if if all forwards are currently healthy right now, I think I think I would want Adam Henrique on Leo's wing. Um, I think, I think Alex Kaloran as well could be another one. Um, You know, if you, if you want to run a line, like, like have Leo down the middle and go Henrik and Strome on the wings, I think, um, you know, I think, I think that's something that could really work, but, you know, I think, I think Henrik's a perfect guy for Leo, you know, he kind of brings that veteran presence to the line. And I think Leo can, can, you know, kind of, kind of look to him for help and look to him for advice. And, you know, Henrik can just kind of be like that, Mentor in a sense for him on the line, so I'd say I'd say Adam Henrique. Ultimately, the 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 fun in me wants to see a a line with Leo centering it, Zegers on the left wing, and Terry on the right wing. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself there. That maybe just like a late game or a power play type of lineup right there. But yeah, just I I think that'd be really fun to see. But um, yeah, the more the more realistic answer is I think I think if it was up to me, I'd put I'd I'd find a way to put Adam Henrique on Leo on Leo's wing.
2: I'd
3: yeah, say Henrik and Terry. Yeah, I agree 100% on Henrik, and then the other side can just be whoever, really. Um, Terry, would be, Terry would be really good. I yeah. like the Strom idea, too. I do like that.
0: Yeah, I, d- I think in a fully healthy forward lineup, I think, I think it's hard to ignore the chemistry that Zegers and Terry have shown throughout the last two years, and now that we have a deeper forward depth at our disposal this year, finally. I think it's going to be kind of hard to turn away from that. Now you know who knows. You know a couple. You know we got some new forward groups out this year. You know Leo's a factor, Kalorn's a factor. You know we could see some shakeups and we could see some line combinations that we haven't really seen before that do work. But mm-hmm. um, I just think off the bat, you you probably want to keep Zegers and Terry together just because you know that's going to be your surefire first line. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I'd say I'd say it's my thoughts on that. How about you, Lou?
1: <laughs> um, did it wasn't Alex Kalorn and Troy Terry? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Troy. Yeah, bring Nick home. Uh, didn't they do uh, Leo, Troy, and Alex Kalorn on the line, in in yeah. camp? Yeah, I yep. want to see that. See what happens
2: there. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I feel like there's not really too many bad options. I just think as long as you pair like a veteran guy with him, him and one of Terry or another right winger like
0: yeah yeah Strom I mean I mean he's got one hip but I mean hey you know even even Spielberg, I mean yeah <laughs> you know you got that little Swedish connection there but yeah you know I think you know you could you could do something like that with Killorn Leo and Terry on a line and then you know have have something where you know, whether it's McTavish centering that first line and then you have Zegers and Strom on the wings or you have Zegers centering the line and you have McTavish and Strom on the wings. I think I think you can kind of really run with any kind of combination there. That could kind of be the loaded up version um, of the top six. But I think, I think in a perfect ideal world, once everybody's settling and Leo's completely comfortable and, you know, I think if you have the adequate winger depth to make it work, I think all three of Zegers, Carlson, and McTavish should be centering their own lines. I think, I think that should be the base structure of it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now, I'm not sure if our forward depth right now, as the team is currently constructed, would really make that super enticing. I think, you know, maybe we're talking a year or two now from now, where, you know, we, we've we maybe been able to bring some more, you know, higher skills, more high profile guys in, a little bit more juice, just so that, you know, that third line, you know, whoever would be, would be centering, that would be third line wouldn't be stuck with like, you know, Frank Petrano and Max Jones, you know what I mean? Like ideally, If you're going to spread around the lineup, you know, you kind of want some other talent to be able to spread around to go with it. So I don't know if, I don't know if we see that right away. And I think it does make it just a little bit harder now with the Kaloran injury and the Lundestrom industry as well. But um, yeah, again, you know, perfect world, you know, a year or two down the line, I think all three of those guys should be centering their own line. I think I think that's just a true testament to to you know forward depth, and it's what all these competitive you know cup contending teams have is depth and just line after line after line that can roll out. You know, so uh, yeah, exactly. You know, kind of. I know that was kind of a little bit of an off tangent answer, but um...
3: all good. I agree. I agree. Definitely, Henrik. I want to see Henrik with him. One hundred percent.
2: Okay, and our our last one tonight. So our squeak of the week. <clears throat> <laughs> so ryan starts with playoff baseball i will not be buying you peanuts or cracker jacks <laughs> pay for it yourself but also give me a beer please <laughs> and santa maria i can't believe what i just saw etc playoff baseball is great but what is your favorite non-favorite team playoff moment Ooh. I would say the the David Freeze home run against the the Rangers when he was on the Cardinals was a pretty one. memorable one. Um, that was still kind of around the time I was playing baseball, and
4: mm-hmm. I mean,
2: uh, the, the call on that the the Joe Buck call is just
0: oh yeah the one we, of
2: his we, one of his we will better. We'll see ones. you tomorrow
0: night. Yeah, I mean, a couple that come to mind. I mean. The the Stefan Diggs walk off touchdown in Minnesota. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah. Um against the Saints. I mean Ovechkin lifting the cup. Um, that's another one. Um trying to trying to think of a good baseball one that isn't like a basic answer.
3: The Ovechkin cup one might be mine. Like that was Yeah, like it's that was that was great to see, and then like the entire summer was just like, okay, where's Ovechkin? (laughs)
0: That was great. That's going to be that whole cup celebration is going to be hard to top.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, from that playoff run, I mean, the the Ovi lifting the cup was definitely the highlight of it, just because he finally won it. But the end of the Penguins, if I had to pick a hockey one, I'd say the end of that series against the Penguins that they played. Okay, just because of how dead silent it was yeah oh,
0: I'm, oh and kuznetsov walked it off yeah yeah yeah
2: um i was really pulling from hard that run and that like that's a memorable highlight just because it was a team that i liked that one so
0: yeah, yeah. oh duh. Fucking duh. thank you ruch fucking duh a uh, messy winning the world cup that's a good one and I can say that that's not my team anymore because he's no longer on Barcelona, who I'm a fan of, and I'm not Argentinian, so that counts. As <laughs> You're not? No. Shockingly, I'm not. A... <laughs> I, was to, I was trying G, to think SC of a World Cup or Ovechkin, Ovechkin finally winning. I was.
3: I was trying to think of a Bills one, but there really aren't too many happy moments there. And... <laughs> I was I was gonna say Bills because they're not like I don't I don't consider them my team like I'm more of a Bears fan but I love watching the Bills and with them being the home team like I'll root for them and stuff but them winning and losing doesn't really bother me but like I think the closest thing would be for the Bills would be that was it last year's Chiefs Bills playoffs that went to like overtime um that game that was like the best playoff game I've probably ever seen. I mean it sucks that the Bills lost, but like that was so much fun to watch. Like it was high scoring, it was crazy, like both offenses were just dominating. That was that was great. I just wish it ended a little bit differently. But what's yours, Lou? Uh
1: every team eliminating the Dodgers in October. <laughs> speaking of that, that's my favorite s- playoffs. Speaking <laughs> of that,
3: go Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks won tonight. They swept the uh the Brewers. Ryan
1: said K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Swept the Brewers in the wild card.
1: I can't D-backs. think of any other playoff from, like, other sports.
3: Do you know when the, the uh, divisional series starts for the National League?
0: Can I tell you? They, they should
2: start I think it starts, soon.
0: It starts in, like, two days. Okay. Yeah. yeah Ryan, Ryan said, said Saturday. Saturday. Okay.
3: We'll see if the Diamondbacks get swept again by the Dodgers because the last time they won the wild card, I think they beat the Rockies. And it was like a huge deal, and they played the, the Dodgers in the divisional series, and they
2: got swept. So <laughs> It's least, all happening again. At least again. your team's making the playoffs. <laughs> Just be happy with that, Dick.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to win the World
0: Series? Uh, D-backs, baby.
3: D backs would be super cool. I was, I I was on the D backs and, and Blue Jays bandwagon, but the Blue Jays did not show up. Um, so yeah, D backs it is. And I don't every think I have every
1: fucking media person had a tweet about it. Like every, they sure
3: everyone, did. <laughs> everyone was mad. Everyone.
2: I'm gonna say the Orioles because that was Ooh, the very I first. That, yeah, very first little league team I played on. So we love our birds here.
1: <laughs> we love the birds. I'm going with the Rangers because Bruce Bochy. I love Bochy. I just can't root for Texas.
0: Anyway, just I'm Rangers, sorry. I just can't root for the Rangers.
1: I'm not really rooting for them. I'm rooting for him. Okay. Uh and probably Baltimore.
3: Orioles would be cool, yeah.
1: Or Minnesota.
2: Well, Lou has to pick Minnesota he's, since he's a Wild he's
3: on, fan now. Yeah. He's on some Minnesota thing lately. That's weird for Lou. It's Minnesota just doesn't seem like a Lou place.
1: St. Paul's great in the winter. <laughs>
3: Well, do you want to take us out, Chris? Uh, yep. So that is it for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. And if you stuck around this long, uh, please make sure you're following us on all, our, all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Blue Sky, all of that. Um, wherever you want to find us, uh, it's at Late Arrivals Pod everywhere. Very easy to find us. Um, Make sure you're following Inside the Rink on Twitter and Instagram as well. I think they do have a TikTok that you can follow. Go subscribe to their YouTube channel, please. Um, I think they're over like 200 now, 200 subscriptions, so that's cool. We want to keep that growing. You'll find our uh, videos if you if you don't want to watch us on Twitch. um, You can find us on YouTube on their YouTube channel. So go check them out um wherever you're listening to this spotify apple podcasts wherever it is please uh leave us a a rating and a review if you'd like i know spotify i don't think you can leave reviews but leave us a rating we appreciate it helps out the show a lot helps us show up on uh the lists the podcast lists every week we get an email every monday telling us where we're at so that stuff helps us give us some uh give us some love over there on uh on the reviews and ratings and all that stuff but yeah that's it it's all we
2: got Just write don't a overlap. review about lou hating soup
3: yeah talk about lou soup and and the minnesota thing he's on lately um
1: don't know why you think i tweeted that
3: <laughs> but yeah nhl season starts next tuesday let's go
2: I'm all right quick. well we'll see you guys next week whenever we decide to report
1: <laughs> yep
3: we'll <laughs> let you know monday we'll tuesday. see ya
1: Later. Bye. See ya.
0: You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.